Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of The Bad Broadcast, where we complain about everything. I hope you all had a really good week, a safe week, wearing your mask, of course. Um, I wish I could like ask you guys questions about your week. And then when you listen to this episode, I could somehow hear what you're saying back to me. (sighs) I would love to do like a live podcast where we all get together and just trash things and we record it and release it as an episode. That sounds fun. I'm going to put that on my vision board. Anyways, items of business, literally. Um, This last week on my Instagram, I asked for any of you that own a small business to email me because I want to promote you. And why I did this is honestly because I feel so supported by you guys. And I know a lot of you are running your own business and doing your own thing. And I want to support you guys back. So I want people to know about your businesses. And we're all just doing the same thing. We're all just trying to find something that we love and trying to make money doing it. Uh, For right now, any of the ads that I do for these small businesses are, I'm not making any money off of it. I just, I want to make that clear. This is honestly just because I think that you guys run cool businesses. I think that the people who follow me will appreciate this stuff and we can all just support each other. Did I say support like a thousand times in that sentence? Trust me, if the bad broadcast ever starts making money, (laughs) you guys are going to know about it because we're going to Fiji to celebrate. So anyways, there's a lot of women who follow me who who own their own small businesses and they're amazing. All of these, all of these things are so amazing. And I think you guys will be really happy to hear about them. And also the only thing I'm asking it, the only thing I'm asking for in return for the ad is that they can offer you guys some sort of discount code or promotion. So every Monday episode, I'm going to be highlighting one or two businesses that my followers either own or work for. And I'm going to give you a discount code or a promotion so that you guys can try them. So this week, I've got two uh, businesses owned by two girls that I love so much 
They're separate. That sounded like they own a company together. These are two separate ones. So first off, let me say my brows are hands down my most complimented feature, which is cool because it's like the only thing I don't do myself. So that's like a little bit offensive, but also true because I don't take care of my own eyebrows. My absolute wizard of a brow waxer does Well, she's my friend first, but then secondly, she also does my brows. Her name is Austin. We've been friends for so many years and I love her so much. And she also happens to just crush brows left and right. (laughs) Get it? Left one and right one. I didn't even mean to do that. Her business is called Brow Boss Oss. I love that. I love a little rhyme. And that's also her Instagram. If you just follow her there, you can schedule an appointment. You can look at her work on there too. It's amazing. You're going to want to go to her. She is local here in Utah. So if you are nearby, she's your girl. And if you mention my name or my ad, she'll give you $5 off any service. And next, after you're taken care of, you can send your guy to my friend, Lindsay. She owns Roots of Men, and it is a male waxing service, which I think is genius. Matt will ask me all the time to wax him, and I'm like, no. And he's like, well, I don't want to go somewhere because they only do female waxing, and I don't want to be like, hey, I'm a guy. Can you wax my whole body? So I think this is an amazing idea. And she is going to give you guys 50% off 50, five, zero, any service when you mention my ad. So send your men there. Send your men on over, get a, their back sack and crack looking sleek, okay? And I will put all of these in the show description on the podcast so that you guys don't have to remember them and like find this in the podcast. So we've got two waxing businesses today. We've got Brow Boss Oss, who you guys are going to fall in love with, and Roots of Men, who is probably going to improve your relationship with whatever dude you're dating. So speaking of work and jobs, let's roll into our topic today. So the question I asked you all was, what is the worst experience you've ever had at work? Um, I want to say before I start, I genuinely do try to respond to every single DM, but when there's a lot coming in at once, I just have to screenshot them and then and then read them later so I don't lose them. So if I like your message, like if I double tap it, I promise I'm not being passive aggressive. I'm just letting you know that I got it. I'm going to read it and thank you for sending it. I just, I really like to talk to you guys. I really do. So I try to respond to every single DM, but just with the the weekly questions, they do get a little bit hard to respond to every single one. So just don't think that I'm ignoring you by any means. Okay. So jobs, I've had so many, I've had a lot of really dumb jobs in my life. My first job ever was packing orders at a craft warehouse which I'm like 40% sure was a front for money laundering because there's just no way that a craft warehouse was making money. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody had Amazon at that time. So I don't really know, but whatever. I worked at, let's see, I worked in retail. I worked at Michael Kors. I don't even know, but the smell of the perfume still gives me PTSD. Um, I worked at call centers. I worked at a place that made promotional stickers for dentist offices. I actually just stopped going to that one after like my second day. I was even an intern in Washington, D.C. Guys, I was an intern. I told everybody that I was going to go to law school. 
Okay. Like I told that lie very well. That was never going to happen, but whatever. After that, I found restaurants, uh, which is kind of where I fit in best. I really loved every single restaurant job that I had. I got a job at Sundance. Um, shout out to Robert Redford. If you're listening, feel free to promote my podcast. Um, and I, But I totally fell in love with food there and the entire restaurant culture. I found that working in restaurants was like the least judgmental place I could ever work because the actual work is so hard and you deal with so many terrible people. So your coworkers, you bond very closely with them. I loved, I loved working in restaurants. I still look back on that job and I, I loved it. So after that, I went to aesthetic school and I'm really grateful that I did that. But I know now that all of these jobs that I had, and especially aesthetic school, I was like kind of sidestepping what I actually wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to do something on my own. I knew that I wanted to do something creative. I knew that I wanted to do this eventually, have my own podcast and just, and work on this. But I was, ner- I was so scared of it. I was way too scared. And I was, it was so much of, a, of an unknown. And so I thought going to aesthetic school would be a good, uh, like, I thought it would like satiate that need. Like I was like, okay, I can own my own business. I can do it from home. That's kind of like working for myself. That's kind of like being creative. That's kind of like doing this. And I think a lot of people do that. I think they have like an ideal job, but they get one, they get a different, let's see, what am I trying to say? But then they get a job in a different field and say like, well, this, this is kind of like that. Do you get what I'm, do you get what I'm saying? I knew like deep in my soul that I didn't want to be an esthetician. I knew that the whole time it was not going to be my thing, but I had, then I was like done with school and I had paid all this money and I, I, I felt so guilty. I felt like it would be a waste to not work in aesthetics. So then after aesthetic school, I got a job at a spa and it was not good. It was not a good place for me. Probably a lot of it was that I knew I wanted to be doing something else. And then most of it was that it's just so common that most spas and most aesthetics jobs are super toxic environments. What is, what's going on with that? I hate the trope of, yeah, it's all women here, so it can be kind of catty. Like I, the only time I felt bullied in my adult life was, well, the one time with my negative iTunes review, which actually got deleted after I posted about it. The person who did it deleted it. So but the only time I was actually bullied was at this job. I and it was when I was working with all women. I don't I don't get that. I I feel like ladies, let's leave the bullying to the men. You know how much fun women can have together? That's what I'm trying to look for in a job. That's what I'm looking for which is pretty much why I quit all my jobs that I've ever had. And I pretend that this is my job to talk to you guys. So like, I'll be DMing one of you. <laughs> I'll be DMing one of you guys about like Britney Spears' eyeliner. And Matt's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm working. This is my job now. Okay. So hanging out with you guys and talking to you guys is my dream job. We're just like, we're still working on the whole payment thing. But like, we'll get there. We're just we're almost there. <laughs> Maybe. So what was I even saying? Oh, your guys' answer. So I did read every single answer that was submitted to me. But 
you guys know how I love the very worst of things. So I chose some of the very worst answers. And I think you guys are going to love them. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start with this one. She said, when I was a nursing slash pumping mom, the men who were two or three times my age with kids and grandkids of their own would tape pictures of dairy cows with huge engorged teats on my office door while I pumped. (sighs) This I don't understand. This is what I'm talking about, guys. Men bully. The lower uh, tiered gender, they bully. We don't bully each other. This is wild. Can you imagine pumping in your office and then you open your door? There's just an utter staring at you. You're looking a teat right in the eye. Oh man, I just, I would like to talk to them. There are a lot, a lot of the answers and a lot of, a couple of the ones I'm going to read are just blatant sexism. So I want to go ahead and say, if you're working a job and you are experiencing sexism and you're like too nervous to report it, give me a call. I will happily report it and talk to your boss or whoever. I don't know. I don't have anything to lose, so I'll do it for you. Next, she says, I was feeling so sick at work with bad diarrhea and I worked in food service, but my coworker never showed up. So I just had to clench and hope it would go away. Is there any worse feeling than those hot snakes in your tummy? Okay. Uh, I felt a sneeze coming on and all hell broke loose in my shorts. (laughs) Why is that phrasing so funny? In my shorts. My coworker eventually came and I went home as fast as I could. That ended way too abruptly. I need so much more information on that one. Like, what did you do? How did you combat that? Was it a little bit? Was it a lot? There are so many poop stories actually in these. You guys have a lot of poop stories, which, you know, I love. But I just, I need a little bit more info on that. But yeah, a diarrhea sneeze at work is definitely not great. Next, she says, I worked for a company a couple years back and the bosses sucked so bad. One of the bosses, who was a doctor actually and shockingly, used to steal all of our food and be like, but it's in my fridge. He used to steal one of my coworkers ice. One day she secretly bought a small fridge so her food wouldn't get stolen, but she would put ice that she peed on in the freezer that he would steal out of. For all I know, this is happening today. That dude is going to die. He will die from that, right? Like you can't put other people's pee in your body or you die. So th- also, why? how would you not taste it? I wonder if she's just like super hydrated so it's like clear, you know? But I feel like maybe you would notice or there would be like a taste. I don't know. But that's incredible. That's actually a great revenge plan. I don't know how you would do that, but like if you like you could do it to your roommate if you like really hated them. Anyways, uh, da, da, da. next. I used to work as a cashier at a car dealership. Did I say that right? I used to work as a cashier at a car dealership. There was this creepy old man that would come in once a month just to chat with the sales dudes and he would always try to grab, grab. He straight up honked my boob once and made a noise, and the other employees just laughed. It was awful. That is illegal. That's got to be illegal. He booby honked you. He physically honked you and then made a noise. I do that to myself sometimes, and that is the only person who's allowed to do it. We should, we should 
let's let's report this guy. Let's tell on him. I, I'm fine with that. I think we should do it because that's like not good. That's really, actually really, really bad. Okay, this next one, a little bit longer. I was a brand new office assistant at a dental office. I wonder if you used the stickers that I made one time. I decided to come early one morning. It was my first week and get stuff together to impress my boss. I really had to use the restroom. Number two, if you know what I mean. Yep, I do know what you mean. Number two. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> well, I didn't know that they turn off the water before everyone goes home and they turn it back on in the morning. What the heck? Uh, so I go to do my business and I go to flush and it will not flush. I start to literally sweat and full on panic. I thought something was wrong with the plumbing. I knew my coworkers were going to start coming soon. So I got into full panic mode and find a cup in the kitchen, scoop out my own poo and throw it in the dumpster outside. I can't even believe it. Finally, someone comes on, comes in, turns on the water and I realize it and go flush the brown water. No, no absolutely not. Absolutely not. That is so bad. I'm just, I'm playing out the panic. I mean, I feel like I would just leave it and just say, I don't know. I don't know who pooped in here. Yeah, all the doors are locked and I'm the only one here, but like that wasn't me. That's the story I would go with. Or maybe I would just sit in there till the water came on and just pretend that I wasn't there earlier. Oh man, that is bad. That's like almost as bad as that girl who had to carry around her stool sample on that date. Do you guys remember that from my date video? At least it wasn't diarrhea. That would have been even worse. That's That was a really, I'm so sorry about that comment, but it's true. Okay, next. I don't know if I can recover from that. Okay, next. A client was wearing a mask while I was lashing her and she said there was a hair tickling her. She asked if I could see it and I lifted up her mask and a spider crawled out onto her face. I read this a couple days ago and I had a nightmare about it last night. I'm not joking. That's how deeply it shook my core. I thought about this. I thought about taking off my mask and just spider. <laughs> Ooh, there's, I, I'm itchy. I feel like they're all over me. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Yuck. Yuck. Okay. Okay. Next. I got to move on from that one. I'm a teacher. And last year I taught middle school. I had three students pull out a tooth during one class period. And then I found one of those teeth on my floor later that day. Needless to say, I teach high school now. Okay. I teeth are the grossest. What, what is going on? They're so gross. Like a few months ago, my niece had a loose tooth and we were at In-N-Out and it was like, it was hanging on by a thread, like, you know, and she was like sucking it in and out. You know how little kids are like, and it's like just flapping in the wind. So she started to freak out because she needed to eat something. So I took her into the bathroom and I was like, okay, we like had, we had like, we had 45 minutes of like meditation before she finally pulled it out. And then she had me wrap it up and I had to put it in a baggie. And honestly, it was one of the grossest experiences of my life. Um, I don't think I've ever recovered. Seeing bones fall out of people's head is just the grossest. So to see three middle, why are they still losing teeth in middle school? I had like brace, I think I had braces all of middle school. 
were they pulling him out for fun? That does sound like something middle schoolers would do. Like just like rip out each other's teeth, like just for kicks. Yeah, I don't know. Something about it. That just, that doesn't sit quite right with me. Do you know? Mm -hmm. I had to get, speaking of teeth, I, so I talk about this all the time, but all my teeth are fake. Well, my front six teeth are fake. So I went in this last week to get the next two back. I wanted to have like my front eight teeth fake because they just weren't really blending in. And so I just, anyways, that's not important. But I went in and because they were only doing two teeth, I didn't have to be fully sedated. So I was awake. I just had laughing gas and I was numb. And they were drilling my teeth because when you get veneers, they have to obviously drill your tooth all the way down or not drill, grind it down to like a nub so that they can put the fake tooth on it. So they were drilling away and I just had the scent of my tooth dust all in my face. And I was trying not to throw up, but I instinctively bit and I bit my dentist's hand and he was fine. He was like laughing about it, but he was like, yeah, usually like 10 year olds do that to me. (laughs) But it was just the grossest thing. Teeth, something about them. Like, I don't even like that I have them. Like, I don't want them anymore. (laughs) Like, I I think I'm done. They just gross me out. Okay, next, moving on from teeth. Teeth and spiders. Let's let's see what else we've got. Okay, she says, here's my worst experiences at work. My worst experience at work. I'm a special education teacher. Oh, you're a hero. You really are. I have a special needs brother. He's like for sure my favorite sibling. And his teachers are angels. So you're automatically an angel. Here we go. Okay, she says, we hatched chicks in our classroom last year. One of my students accidentally need a chick on his way to stand up. It audibly and physically popped like a balloon. Its insides were on the outside. Blood was involved. Kids were screaming, it's dead. I panicked and picked it up and threw it in the trash. The thing lived for an hour max. Children were traumatized, RIP. (laughs) This, okay, okay. Okay, I don't even I I don't even know how to process this one. Oh, the poor kid who killed the chick. I hope he's okay. That's like that's so sad. But it's also I don't even know how those things would explode. But I don't know. This is so over this is has such chaotic energy. And you're also like you sound like a really cool teacher because you let them hatch chicks and like that's really cool. Sorry, I'm really hung up on the fact that you're a special education teacher and I just think that's really cool and I'm not focused enough on the fact that a kid exploded a baby chiclet like a firework. Oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, next. She says, at my first staff meeting with my new company, a coworker accidentally downloaded 10,000 personal photos onto the Dropbox. My boss asked my coworker to clean the Dropbox off, unaware of the photos. So she's going through them, and please note, her computer is attached to the main projector. All of a sudden, one of my coworker's pictures pop up. It's him taking a picture of himself backside to the front. (laughs) His plain white ass for all the staff to see. He had gotten sunburnt and was trying to see the difference. I turned an unholy color out of shock, disgust, and embarrassment. And my other coworker yelled at me for embarrassing the guy with the picture on our company Dropbox. Okay, here's my thing. And maybe this is a little bit of a tangent, but let's get into it. If a guy does something dumb and you react to it, you are not in trouble for quote unquote embarrassing him. 
Like that's his fault. He should feel embarrassed. That's that who accidentally does that. Like, I don't even know how to turn on like the Apple TV. And I know to not do that. I just I hate that narrative of like, well, don't embarrass like it's this. Okay, maybe maybe this is a little bit dramatic. And it's like kind of a side note from this. But it's like if a guy is hitting on you, and you say no, and people are like, well, he was probably embarrassed. Like, was he? Okay, well, let me just cater to him after he does something extremely embarrassing. And, she, you know, this girl, she didn't even do anything bad. She just turned it. She turned. She was shocked. I would be shocked if I saw if I saw two giant butt cheeks on a work projector. I would feel shocked. That guy's an idiot. So this might be his worst work experience, but like it's his fault. So like, I don't really care. Okay, next. Oh, we've got some esthetician ones on this. Estheticians, I feel you. I know you're waxing a lot of areas, a lot of smells. Um, I didn't put this one in here, but somebody said they were doing a Brazilian laser treatment and she had a dingleberry. It's just, it's a lot. Um, I'm going to summarize this one because it's really long, but pretty much so when you're doing laser hair removal on a guy, well, on a girl too, you like have either a towel or like a, like wax paper, wax paper. I don't know, like paper or something. You cover everything else except the area that you're working on. So you like move it over and then you do the area and then you cover it up and move on to another one. So this girl is saying that she was doing a Brazilian area laser on a guy and she walked in. He was bone. (laughs) I'm so sorry. He was spread eagle, boned up, ready for his treatment. And she said, oh, you just have to put the towel over it. And he said, you know what? I'm actually confident enough that I don't need it. He stayed that way for his entire treatment. I I don't understand this. When I worked at a spa, this, this happened all the time. Guys were so incredibly in. Is this just a? Is this just an episode hating on gross stuff? Guys do probably. If you are listening and you have a man in your life and he goes to get laser hair removal, you better clarify that you cover up your area. Never put a girl like that's the thing. Like these are the things I'm talking about. Guys like this, they would be mad at you if you were embarrassed when they've done the embarrassing thing. Do you get what I mean? I hate that. Oh my gosh. That's awful. I'm so sorry. Honestly, health people in the healthcare industry, estheticians, teachers, you're really you're really out here saving the world. So, I'm so sorry for all of the like buttholes you have to see. Anyways, next, next, next. What do we have? Um is this going to be our last one? Let me take a look at what time we're at. Okay, this is going to be our last one. While shooting a wedding, I asked Now, can each couple hold hands as I pose the bride and groom, his parents and her parents together? They did. And the vibe went down. Then turns out, oh, (laughs) in the, oh, she's saying it went down like it got worse. I thought you meant like it went down, like things went down. Anyways, the vibe went down. Turns out the bride's parents are divorced. (laughs) They held hands. Anyways, I had specifically asked the bride to let me know in advance about any divorce situations in the family. (laughs) That's bad. That's weird that she didn't tell you. Maybe it's like a parent trap situation. Oh, wedding photographers. Let me tell you my wedding photographer story. I'll just go ahead and throw this out there. So I, you guys know my wedding was a total disaster. You know this. And I had scheduled, 
I'm not I'm not going to tell you guys who my wedding who this who this is because it's just it's just a funny story and I don't want their business to be hurt. But I just want to tell it. So I had a photographer scheduled for all of my stuff for like bridals, engagements. Um I don't think my wedding I think I had somebody else for my wedding day. But um, yeah, I just, I had one photographer for everything. So we did our engagements. They turned out great. And next was our bridals. And you guys already know, if you listen to my wedding episode, my bridals were a mess. I had gotten my dress like four days before. It was just pure chaos. So I get a text the day before my bridals. And my photographer says, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that I'm going to be out of town during your the date we have scheduled for your bridals. Is there any way we can reschedule? And I was like, no, not really, because we were getting, we were doing our bridals just a couple days before the wedding. We didn't really have any time. Um, so I was like, it's, it's fine. So I was obviously a little bit bugged and a little bit stressed because I was just, I was in the middle of all of this. So we find uh, somebody else do our bridals who was just the loveliest, who I love very, very much. So we go up to like my parent, like my parent where anyways, is by my parent fold house, not an important detail. But we go up there, we start, I'm walking out of the car. My photographer who bailed on me to go out of town walks down with another bride. (laughs) This is so true. I was like, wait, hold on, hold on. What's going on here? Like I thought maybe I was being punked. Like maybe it was a big prank and like he was there to actually like do our like photo session, photo session, bridles. I don't know. But anyways, so I, it's, it was just like another, it was just another little tidbit that just <laughs> about my wedding that like I look back on and I'm like, what, what, how did that even happen? Anyways, that was just another, another little, uh, another little thing about my nightmare wedding. So anyways, thank you to everybody who submitted your answers. Um, I love when you guys send me, I love when people send me answers and I'm like, what's the worst work experience? And somebody's like, I showed up late. I'm like, okay, come on people. Let's dig a little bit deeper here. Let's go through some trauma. You guys know I like to do that. So thank you to everybody who submitted. I always, 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 always read every single DM. Nothing goes unread. So keep sending them, keep answering. Um, If you're listening for the first time, be sure to follow me on Instagram at the bad broadcast to answer the questions. And also, if you haven't yet, please go rate and review. Um, We're almost to 200 reviews. And like for my birthday, I really want to hit 200 reviews. My birthday is not like soon or anything, but just, just when it rolls around, you can just say, oh yeah, I already gave you your birthday present. So let's hit 200 reviews soon. And um, I will put all of the discounts that are available in the show description. If you guys want to shop, save some money and keep an eye out for those. I'll post about them as well. Anything else that you can think of? Um, no, but I will talk to you guys soon. Have a great week and yeah, be safe. Love you. <laughs>